so good to see all of you here tonight. This is my favorite week of the year and my favorite night of the year, as I've mentioned a few times throughout the week. And it's been a beautiful week this year for so many reasons, and I especially myself have benefited in my own prayer, praying with Jesus through Holy Week, reflecting on how Jesus himself prayed throughout Holy Week, praying on the reality that Jesus really made his whole experience of the passion a prayer because he prayed before, during, and after. And we've reflected throughout Holy Week on on this great mystery. On Palm Sunday, we reflected on the prayer of surrender, beginning with the Garden of Gethsemane. On uh, Holy Wednesday, we reflected on the prayer of intercession through Jesus' high priestly prayer. On Holy Thursday, we reflected on the prayer of anamnesis, our liturgical prayer, on, uh, with the, the, the Lord's Last Supper. On Good Friday, we've reflected on the prayers of mercy with Jesus on the cross. And today, we reflect on the mystery of the resurrection. Our entire faith rests on the fact that Jesus rose from the dead. If he didn't rise from the dead, then there's no reason for us to be here today. There's no reason to even call yourself a Christian. Every little piece of your faith that you hold dear to you means nothing unless Jesus rose from the dead. And the good news about Jesus who rose from the dead is that now we don't have to say that Jesus prayed, but rather that Jesus prays because Jesus didn't once live and only therefore in the past. Jesus lives. Jesus today is alive. And when he rose from the dead, he wasn't just a resurrected corpse. He wasn't a ghost either. When he rose from the dead, he revealed himself in a completely new way. That his body had something new about it. Something far beyond our human experience. Something far greater and more glorious than any other human body in the past. But yet, it was still real. It was still tangible. It was still physical. It was still Jesus' body, but made new. It was so much more than just simply a resurrected corpse or a ghost. Jesus makes all things new beginning with his body. And now that he is alive, even today, in his resurrected body, he glorifies the Father with his life. He continues to pray to the Father on our behalf. He remains the primary intercessor between God and man, bringing God to man and bringing man to God. Jesus prays with his body. Jesus prays and lives with his resurrected body. But yet, his divinity, although more apparent than before, is still veiled. There's still a sense in which his resurrected body, even when he appears to Mary Magdalene and his disciples, many of them don't recognize him at first. 
that although here he is with his divinity revealed, there's something still veiled about him. And it's a great mystery to us that why would God choose to reveal himself in this way? Why not reveal all of his glory so that no one would have to doubt anymore? Why would God choose to remain slightly veiled on this side of heaven? And perhaps we may not know the full answer to that question. But Pope Benedict XVI offers a good solution for us. Perhaps it is because God reveals himself gently. And he desires to respect our freedom and to draw us towards him with love rather than force. If, we, if he were to reveal his divinity all at once, we would be so overwhelmed, we couldn't even take it. Instead, Jesus, even after his resurrection, reveals his resurrected body to his disciples, to the ones who have chosen faith. And it's the same for us today. Just as Jesus' resurrected body was still slightly veiled in his divinity, so too Jesus' body, the church, remains slightly veiled in its divinity. We are the members of the body of Christ. We make up the church the communion of believers. The church is a living organism. The church is alive and the church continues to pray to God the Father as Jesus's body on earth. In the same way that Jesus prays with his resurrected body, Jesus prays with his church, his body. And as we pray, Every time we pray, we are praying in Jesus, through Jesus, and with Jesus. Our prayers are always in union with Jesus, being offered up to God the Father. And none of this would be possible if Jesus would not be alive, if Jesus would not be real, if Jesus would not be a living person today right now, in your life and mine, in this world. This is the good news of Easter. This is the good news of the resurrection. We don't just tell a great story. We live it because we know a person not who lived in the past, but who lives today, right now. A person who knows you so well, better than you know yourself. A person who loves you and would do anything to draw you closer to him. No matter what sins you've committed, even today and this week, you're not too far from God because Jesus is alive and he desires to draw you by his love to God the Father. If we want to pray as Jesus prayed, if we want to pray as Jesus prays, then we want to pray in Jesus, through Jesus, and with Jesus. At the Mass, we say, through him and with him and in him. This is what prayer is about. Jesus prays with his body, both with his resurrected body 
and with his body, the church. Amen. Amen.